0: Lob Talk Radio.
1: When King David played the harp, the evil spirit departed. And then it says, Let our Lord now commend thy servants which are before thee to speak out a man who is coming player of the harp. And it shall come to pass that the evil spirit from God is upon thee, and he shall play well with his hands and thou shall be well and Saul said unto his servant provide me now a man that can play well and bring him to me and he played well with the anointed sound and the music of the Lord the evil spirit departed. Now I want Christians to know that Jesus has authority over any demon and it is so sad that Certain people in the church, they don't want to deal with this part. They want to deal with everything else, but they don't want to deal with the enemy. Now, we have an enemy. Jesus says that the thief cometh to steal, kill, and destroy. This is an enemy, and it's not recognized. Most Christians are afraid of demons. Demons are afraid of Jesus. And if Jesus lives in us, his word says, greater than he that is in me than he that is in the world. The power that Jesus has is in Mark chapter 3, verse 11. And unclean spirits, when they saw him, fell down before him and cried, saying, Thou art the Son of God. That's never been done before. Now, demons are evil spirit, unclean spirits are different kinds of spirits, and we can see then the account of the book of Mark, how Jesus dealt with a spirit in a man. It is so sad that we go to church. And we do not see pastors operating in this gift where people can see two kingdoms colliding because it works. Jesus didn't do this as a show. So we see in Mark chapter 1. And we're going to go to verse 23 to 28. And there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, saying, let us. Now, the word us means the demons are more than one. There's no single demon. Jesus says, what is thy name? He said, we're legions, which means many. Ain't no one single demon gonna attack you. They come in gangs. Let us alone. What are we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Now notice they say that they recognize him as Jesus of Nazareth here in Mark one twenty four. In Mark chapter three, verse eleven, they recognize him as thou art the Son of God. Most pastors don't even recognize him. Now they recognize Jesus But the pastors don't recognize them. Something is wrong. Not all pastors. Amen. Demons and evil spirits operate in people because this is an example of a man in the synagogue. Now, the word synagogue is a gathering place, a place of assembly doing Jewish worship. But we have them today in churches, people manifesting with demons. Anger, uncontrollable anger. What can drive a demon is the root of what is causing the pain of hurt, rejection, sorrowfulness. You know, different people go through different things, and these spirits are so wicked that they'll penetrate the soul of the, of the person's heart and the brokenness of their heart and dwell in there. And the persons are thinking that that's their their feeling. And the demons have got in there now. And they're taking part of their soul. And it's sad, so sad, that this ministry is not as popular as the prosperity ministry. I have to really cry out for income. If it wasn't for the regular supporters I had, I wouldn't even be able to be on air. Not right now. (laughs) Really. Jesus dealt with the spirit in the man. What if you go to a church and something like that happened and that pastor can't deal with it? God have mercy. In Jesus' ministry, throughout the gospels, Jesus cast out demons. I don't understand why People don't realize they really know this. Now, the ministry of deliverance and healing is interwoven. They work together. It's in Luke chapter 4, verse 40 and 41, and Luke chapter 13, verse 11 through 16. The ministry of healing and deliverance is interwoven. One-third of ministry of Jesus was spent in the ministry of healing and deliverance, one-third. That's in Luke chapter 13, 31 and 32. Now, here is why a lot of people don't know about deliverance. I believe that man has been called by two ways. By theologians, the theological seminar studies, which is the worst thing a man can ever go and do in order to represent God. They're going to train you from the human perspective through intellect and even debate whether there is a Holy Ghost or does tongue still exist in denomination. You have to really be called by God and allow the Holy Spirit to really remove you from walls that would demolish the ministry of deliverance. I was Roman Catholic. I did know something about some exorcisms. Because as a child, I had evil spirits tormenting me, and they had had a priest to come over, and I had so many walls of Olivia Newton-John and Earthwind and Fire and Casey and the Sunshine Band and oh my God, Piranha, uh, the O.J.'s, Brick, oh boy, and all them different spirits in that music came in my house as a child and attacked me. Today we have ministers who don't even cast out devils. Now that's is the totally that's the opposite of what Christ did. That's not how Christ did it. Here we are in twenty twenty-three and you get these these ministers and they're not even ordained the way Jesus ordained them. True ordination is in Mark chapter 3, verse 13. And he goeth up into a mountain, and call unto whom he would, and they came unto him. And he ordained twelve that they should be with him, and that he might send them forth to preach, as one, to have power to heal sickness, to, to cast out devils. Three. That's the primary function of a true minister who's called by Jesus of Nazareth. No one of Christ's disciples, nowhere in the Bible, no one was sent out to evangelize without being commissioned to deal with evil spirits. There's nowhere in the Bible that you can prove that. The scripture says that he sent the 12 disciples and equipped them in Matthew chapter 10, 1 through 8. Why not we see that today? See, so I don't like prosperity ministries. I don't like feel-good it's, a, it's, a, it's performance, feel-good. It has nothing to do with healing. And when you're dealing with this, you are allowing two kingdoms to collide. The deliverance ministry brings out openly the spirit of god and the spirit of the devil in Matthew 12:26 and 12:28 there are two kingdoms now god's kingdom don't bow down to satan not us but they bow down to jesus and unclean spirits when they saw him fell down before him and cried saying thou art the son of god Mark 3:11 Jesus had 70 disciples and not one of them went out without casting out demons. That's in Luke chapter 10 verse 1 and go through 17. Now, I want to show you something in mark chapter nine, verse fourteen and when he And when he came to his disciples, he saw a great multitude of them, and the scribes questioning with them, and straightway all the people where they beheld him were greatly amazed and running to him, saluting him and he asked the scribes. What question ye of them? And one of the multitudes answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which have a dumb spirit. And whosoever he taketh, he teareth him and foaming at the it of his teeth. That's the manifestation of the spirit. And it away. And I spoke to the disciples that they could cast him out and they could not. And he answered him and said, O faithless generation, how long should I be of you? When you cast out demons, you have to have faith to do that. If you don't have faith, don't cast out no demons. And answered and said, O faithless generation, how long should I be of you? How long should I suffer you? Bring him unto me. And they brought him unto him. And when he saw him straightway, the spirit teared him and fell on the ground and wallowed foaming. And he asked his father, how long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said, of a child. And often it had cast him into the fire and into water to destroy him. But if thou can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said unto him, if thou believest all things are possible for him that believe it. If you believe you can get delivered from your demons tonight, I need to find something. Master, we saw one casting out demons and we know him not. I want you to go to Luke chapter 9, verse 49. Luke 949 there were people casting out demons in the name of Jesus that was not original 12 or the 70 that's people like you and this is why I'm giving this scripture this is what you need to do Luke nine forty nine and John answered and said, Master, we saw one casting out devils in thy name, and we forbid him because he followed not us. And Jesus said unto him, Forbid him not, for he that is not against us is for us. Christ said, Let him cast it out. because he was doing it in his name. This is what we have to do. We have to be trained to do it. You have to have the leading of the Holy Spirit. It's good when you're dealing with demons to really use the nine gifts and be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. When you're dealing with deliverance, don't deal with people in the physical. Don't deal with demons in the physical. You got the wrong approach. (laughs) It's not going to work. It's just not going to work. You have to believe. Now, I want to show you something. When Jesus had commissioned the Great Commission to his disciples, they were all commissioned to cast out demons. That's in Mark chapter 16. 15 through 17 and Matthew chapter 28 verse 19 through 20. Now there are a lot of people that call themselves evangelists, but if they don't cast out demons, they're not an evangelist. The Bible says an evangelist casts out demons. This is why the church is so messed up. You see, a lot of people have distorted the gospel. I'm gonna show you Second Corinthians four four. This is the problem. Second Corinthians chapter four. Second Corinthians chapter four verse one. Therefore seeing we have this ministry. As we have received mercy, we faint not, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, not handling the word of God deceitfully. And a lot of people have handled the word of God deceitfully. And when you handle the word of God deceitfully and teaching prosperity, doctor, you omit the ministry
2: <laughs>
1: of deliverance. You omit it. You can't do that. People need to know that Jesus dealt with demons. Demons can attack your emotion. Demons can make you become irritable. When you have hurt in, inside of you, someone is texting me and I cannot communicate back to them why I'm teaching. I please wish that they would just go into the blog talk room and please stop texting at this time because I'm teaching and I, I can't. Uh, Going to the text room right now. Jesus Christ commissioned evangelists to cast out devils. Verse five through seven. Why is this that we need to know this? Because some of us have been taught the word of God deceitfully, according to 2 Corinthians 4.2 but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty not walking in craftiness not handling in the word of god deceitfully so there are a lot of people teach it deceitfully which is the prosperity doctrine and uh, we are all prosperous you know when you have health you prosper god will give us the money and the things If you seek ye first, if things don't love back, all you need to do is look at King Solomon and read the book of Solomon, Psalm of Solomon, and that's where money gets you. Can't give you peace. Amen? Can't give you peace. Now, the nature of demons and evil spirits, they are really personalities without bodies. They're disconnected outside of a human body uh, but for some reason, they like to be in the human body. The human body, a constant desire to find a way to harass you through your thought life. Now, some Christians, you are listening to me, are babies in the Lord. Look, you got To stop the thoughts from coming to you you have to say i'm not going to let the devil tell me to go steal something from nobody i'm not going to let the devil tell me to go lie to somebody i'm not going to let the devil tell me to go auger to somebody because when the evil thought comes into your mind this is when the demons can come with the evil thought now turn to ezekiel Chapter Thirty Eight. We're dealing with demons, but we really need to get with how to get some of them away from your thought life right now. Teaching you a format of demons, the history of demonology in the Bible. Amen. What does demons want you to do? They want to keep you from knowing who Christ is as Savior. They want to keep you from serving Christ effectively. Effectively through sin through a particular sin, through an object, through alcohol, through anything that's through liquor, through food, through sex, through lust, if they can entrap you and enslave you, that's what they want to do. But they have to start somewhere, and that's in your mind. Now, it's up to you to deal with what comes in your thought life. In Ezekiel 38.10, it says, Thus says the Lord God, it shall come to pass that at the same time shall things come into thy mind and thou shalt think an evil thought. What is this evil thought? That's the devil. Demons like to entice people. Their job is to entice you to do something. In the book of James, chapter 1, Verse 14, the Bible says, but every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust. That's when we get tempted. Now watch this. And enticed. Who's this enticed? Demons. They do not want you to know who Christ is. They want to keep you in bondage. And how they come in through your thought life. Now, you've got to do something about the thought life. You cannot let every evil thought come across you. You'll go crazy. Some of these thoughts that's going across your mind is not of God, and it's definitely not of you. They're of the devil. And you cannot allow the devil to attack your thought life and not deal with it. In 2 Corinthians chapter ten three, it says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of stronghold, casting down imaginations. So when you get that crazy thought, you got to cast that imagination down. It's an imagination. But that imagination will come into reality when you fall into the sin. Any kind of sin, all sin is under death. We have to bring into captivity every thought. Christian warfare involves bringing all our thoughts into alignment with Christ's will. Failure to do so will lead to immorality and spiritual death. Romans 6:16, 6, 6:23, and Romans 8:13. Let's use the following four steps to bring your thought life under Christ's lordship. One. Be aware that God knows every thought, and that nothing is hidden from Him. He knows your thoughts. Ezekiel eleven five. We will have to give an account to God for our thoughts as well as for our words and deeds and what we say. Now that's in Ecclesiastes twelve fourteen. That's in Matthew chapter twelve, verse thirty five through thirty seven. And that's also in Romans chapter 14, verse 12. And another thing, too, when you uh having demons in you, they're trying to press you to go away from people who know about the minister of deliverance. They don't want you to talk. They'll make you get mad at a deliverance minister. They'll make you fall out of agreement with them. I haven't seen so many tricks of the devil when you're dealing with spirits in people because they don't want you to know that they're in you. If they can keep you from knowing that they're doing the damage, they're winning and you're losing. What are demonic activities and characteristics within the human body? They entice. They harass. They bring torment through unforgiveness and open doors to torment. They bring physical torment. They bring mental torment. They bring spiritual torment, fear of all kinds. They like to enslave. They would love to get any form of addiction on you, whether it's addiction to food, addiction to sex, addicted to hate, addicted to cussing, whatever addiction, that's what they want. And they want to defile you. They want to deceive you. They want you to become proud, like their father, Satan. They want to weaken you and they want to kill you. Behind every negative emotion of a human being. there is an evil spirit, an evil spirit, a demon, behind every one of them that's That's something else. They want to weaken you. They want to make you sick, and they want to really kill you. They really like to get into your emotional side of your life and bring make people make you feel that don't nobody love you, don't nobody understand you, and they like to isolate you and push you away from people who love you so that they can destroy you. Oh, they don't like the family setting at all. Now, demons need a tongue. They need a mind. They need a body. They need that. And if you don't know how to govern your spirit, they're going to take certain control of the part of your body, and then you're going to be in some trouble. So what do you have to do in that scenario? You have to fast. You can't cast out a demon out your flesh, but you got to fast. And that takes discipline. It's not easy getting out But you can get out of any situation if you're patient. If you ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, I don't like these demons in me. Lord, free me from these demons. And don't give up. People quit. Now, some of you want somebody to pray over you and you're just going to get healed instantly. That ain't going to work. It ain't me. You're going to have to grow in faith. And you are going to have to put on the armor of God and you are going to have to stand fast in the liberty wherein Christ has made us free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage, not the pastor. Demons are very, very cunning. They are dividing up people through politics. They don't bring unity. Demons don't bring unity to a family. Demons enjoy arguments with friends, uh, they enjoy division. Oh, they love it. The Bible says, oh, how good it is for the brethren to dwell together in unity. Psalms 133, verse 1. You say something about Joe Biden, somebody ready to kill you. You say something about Donald Trump, somebody ready to kill you. And and both, both of them are born-again Christians, spirit-filled believers and being used by Satan. See, we got to come out of that. Demons are controlling the, 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 the airways that what you watch on TV. These demonic movies, they ain't nothing but demons. E.T., I remember that in the 80s. That was number but the a demon. They made a lot of men on that demon. And we're seeing witchcraft come in our children's eyes all day, every day on the TV. It is hard for children. I was watching this thing just to watch, and, and something told me to go to it, and Lord have mercy they were working witchcraft and on a cartoon and making it sound like it was so nice and witchcraft is the most hateful thing God is against, that type of practice. And they floated around in front of the children. But if the parent don't know anything about it, how can the child get any help? Lord have mercy, we are in some last days. When thou come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of the nation. Thou shalt not be found among you or anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire. Oh, that's Freemasonry. You know, Freemasonry is against Scripture. And then you born again for- Christians talking about you a kappa alpha psi and phi Nu pi, a God new lu and uh, uh alpha, Kappa, Mega, uh, AKA Delta. That's against that's a secret organization. You can't be uh entwine yourself with an unbeliever. How you gonna have a Christian uh, one of these frat brothers, your brother, and you don't believe in Jesus? Jesus says those who do the will of my father is my brother and sister. Had a guy, he was a Mason. I said, you got a Satanist, and you call him your Mason brother? And you're you're a Baptist um, uh, deacon? Man, what is wrong with you? See how the devil get involved with this stuff? Eastern stars. That's against Scripture. All that's against Scripture. And one that uses divination or observers of times or an enchanter or a witch or a charmer or a consultant with familiar spirits of a wizard or a narcomancer for all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. And it is increased every day with these movies, pray for the devil, the exorcism of God. I mean, they just making money off demonic stuff and people don't even recognize it. Keep demons out your family. Learn about demons through the Bible, not a movie. The Holy Spirit has plenty of us to learn about demonic spirits. I want to thank every last uh, one of you um, for being with me and sticking out and support me. I want to thank uh, Mr. and Mrs. Baker for their assistance and their financial contributions. Sister Durden, thank you. Sister Sheila, thank you. Brother Paul, thank you. Uh, Brother John, thank you brother uh sammy thank you my sister from canada lord jesus thank you thank you so much uh thank you um it's it's been a challenge in january and uh it's a challenge being in the ministry of deliverance this ain't no this ain't this stuff here is is real and i i see so much demonic activity if with it that Christians are involved with, that they they if they don't study and and really seek God, they can't see it. They get caught up in it. Uh, I I remember a time before I closed, the Lord showed me something, how the devil just shifts. <laughs> During the early sixties, and I want to commit Dr. Martin Luther King. I, I didn't get a chance to honor his holiday. I was doing something where I, I was I had to be in the ministry, but. God bless Dr. Martin Luther King and the struggles that uh, this this pastor did to uh, allow us to get a right to vote. But at those times and days, the civil rights movement was in the church. It didn't left the church now. It was in the flesh, but now it needs to be in the spirit. We need to really, really. Get close to the Lord, because it's not going to get any better. It's not going to get any better. We're going to be dealing with demonic spirits tomorrow. And I'd like to prepare you of uh, what you'll be dealing with. We're going to be dealing with power over Satan and Demons. And we're going to show you one of the primary emphasis in Mark's gospel is Jesus overriding concern to defeat Satan and his demonic powers. This is why I love the book of Mark. We also showed you last on that last teaching that there was a, a spiritual sickness that needed to be required to be cast out. And another sickness came by sin and another one came by natural causes. And you have to determine from the Holy Spirit which one is and what you're dealing with. If you don't know which one, say all three of them, come out of me in the name of Jesus. Demons are real. They don't want you to know them, and they like to be in disguise. They're not going to walk in front of you and say, hello, I'm a demon. No, no, they're going to try to get into your child, you, your thought, and make you do stupid stuff and have you judging people. You need the mind of Christ to keep you away from demons. God bless you. We're going to have a deliverance after the teaching, and we'll probably do that in the next two more days. Please source seed to www.livedeliverance.com. You're welcome to come in. And thank you, Brother Rodriguez, uh, in the room. God bless. We're going to, we got some people that gonna need some deliverance in the room, so you can call in for some six four six three seven eight. 1857. I lost a, a lot of weight. I'm so grateful. Uh, and I want to continue to continue to slim down and thank the Lord for my health at 61. I'm grateful. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord not going nowhere. I'm going to teach this gospel to Christ come. And uh, God bless every last one of you. Please, again, sow a seed to keep us on air at www.livedeliverance.com. We have a PayPal site on our lower left-hand corner and at the top site on our GoFundMe. Shalom. Come join us in the blog talk room, six four six three seven eight one eight five seven. Thank you. Good night. Stand by. Okay, we're gonna take a intermission and get ready for some phone calls. Air code seven one four, air code four four. We're gonna give the Lord just a little praise. I wanna praise his name because he's a wonderful God. Let the spirit of praise come in. So that when we praise God, the Holy Spirit loves to be praised and to be honored. And we wanna do that tonight for our Savior. I want to find something real nice where we can just thank the Lord. Amen.
2: Turned around and gave me mercy I know everybody out there Can testify to this If it wasn't for the love You wouldn't exist. I want to call his name Every minute, every second, every hour When you're weak and strong Sing Jesus, Jesus There's power in the name of Jesus There's strength in the name of Jesus Christ, He did it for you and you. But there's a secret that I know my Father cannot do. He makes the flowers bloom, turn morning into noon. He gave our body nerves and we can feel it every move. I know my God's alive. Look into the blue sky, it's just a miracle how we survive. But God, I know i serve You Lord till the day I die. Father God, I will. Power in the name of Jesus. Healing in the name of Jesus. Deliverance in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Discretion in the name of. Just yeah, say that you're not gonna make it, but if you just call the name, of He's a healer, He's the doctor, Jesus. He's the deliverer. Just Jesus. call the name of Jesus. You remember when you have no money to the you call the name? Jesus. You believe I faith that He will provide because He's your child. Anywhere you are right now, you could be driving in your car. Just the name.
1: Okay, praise God. Air Coach 714. Good evening. You have the mic. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio.
0: Good evening, Pastor. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing fine. Did you enjoy the service?
0: I sure did. I have a question. Yes, ma'am. So um, fasting takes, takes discipline. I understand that. But how do you fast and how do you know what to fast
1: for? Okay, for you to start off, there's three types of fast. But I would suggest that you would start off with juice. I don't like to put people on Daniel fasts. When you fast, you just read the Bible, pray to the blood of Jesus of Nazareth, Holy Spirit, talk to me, read the Bible, meditate on the word of God, don't think about nobody's problems, don't be watching no TV, don't be doing none of that. Because Isaiah 58 says, when you fast, you're desecrating yourself before the Lord. Just be with you and the Lord. Speak, hello, get something to eat, and get back into that word for three days. You get tired, wake up, get get you some orange juice because the demons don't want you to fast. When you fast, you're crucifying the flesh. The flesh does not want to be crucified. You can't cast out your flesh, but you have to crucify. And it brings the anointing because I fasted. For three years, every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and it paid off. The anointing paid off. It pays off to fast. When you fast, uh, evil spirits leave, too. Jesus said these come out only by fasting and prayer. So when you fast and you're concentrating yourself, and the Lord will talk to you, you would mm-hmm. have to be patient to let him develop the talk. He ain't going to just talk to you because you're going to fast one day. No, you got to show <laughs> him that, you, that you're that you serious. Don't uh, He doesn't answer Quick, emergency, hurry up. God is not moving on your time. You're going to move right. on his time. So you have to understand you have to submit and be patient with God and continue to fast as unto the Lord, not for nobody else. When you fast, don't let nobody know you're fasting or tell your loved one who you're with, look, I'm fasting. And uh, if you're married, uh, if a person's married, two people who are married, they can't have sex while they're fasting. Because that is, but after the fast over' two people two people who are Americans, but when you fast, you're breaking yokes and bondages that's been in your life through sin, and only the power of God can do that, and it's effective. start yourself with a one day fast, build build up you just you ain't able to go forty days because you don't have enough word in you. go one day. Uh, Go 12 hours a day. The the more you read the Bible, the more you have to build up your spirit. And then when your spirit is being built up, that's what's going to make the change in you. Not you, but the spirit in you and the willingness for you to sacrifice that. And God will honor that. Well, thank you. Yes, ma'am. Brother Sammy
0: there?
1: Yes, he is. Brother Sammy. What's going on, brother? How's it going? Hey man, what's going on? Thank you for the offering. God bless you. Thank you both of you. What's going on, brother? You enjoy the sermon? Uh I
0: did. I really did. And Good. You know, just trying to enjoy myself right now, you know, just taking things easy. One
1: one day at a time. One
0: day at a time, that's right.
1: One day at a time. Tomorrow is not promised for us. We got to deal with eight forty five. It's seven eight seven. it's 5.45 where you at, right? Yes, sir. You got to deal with 6.45, 7, one hour at a time. That's how they get life. Enjoy the mm-hmm. day. Thank the Lord that you're alive. Thank him for your food. Thank him for shelter. Thank him that you're not uh, in hell because you could be in hell and died in your sin. You didn't. And thank him for giving you mercy and grace to love you even when you didn't love yourself. Yeah. Amen. And we're going to, hey amen, keep, y'all keep coming in the room. Sister, you, yeah. you come because you're you, 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 you a baby and I got to grow you up. I can't grow you up unless you come in the room. So I want you, well, I, I want to make sure. Sammy, she, all right. Come in the room.
2: Too.
1: Okay, good. We're going to see both of y'all tomorrow at the same time. Yes,
2: sir.
1: Yes, God sir, bless.
0: You have a good night.
1: Yes, ma'am. And God bless you and thank you for helping me, Sammy. Thank you.
0: Yes, brother. Thank you.
1: Yes, sir. Chaplain John Durton, you have the mic. Chaplain John Durton, you got the mic.
0: Uh, good evening, everybody. Um, the session we had a few minutes ago, that was very credible and very acknowledgeable. I really learned a lot from that. I just thank the Lord for using it because... Um, Still getting calls. Everybody, <laughs> everybody still don't believe. Not everybody, but every time we get called, you know, uh you're writing his teaching. We write, you're writing his lessons. You're writing his, you know, for the last time. folks I hope this is the last time to say this. Uh, yeah, sure. He write. He teaches exceptionally well, and that's the reason is because he's he has the mind of Christ. Come from the flesh. You listen to the Lord. You listen to the Holy Spirit. Listen to Jesus. And they he bang out those things for him right quick, you know. I said, praise the Lord, because many times he would call me, and we'd be talking about five minutes before he's, he'd come on where everybody could hear him. And then that's when the Lord speaking speak to him and say, okay, sometimes the Lord would getting the tide, but that's all the Lord would give <laughs> And then two minutes before, then the Lord, the Holy Spirit, would um, tell him what to say. And all the time he's talking, he's listening to the Holy Spirit. Sometimes a clue is given when he starts speaking in tongues. And then he's, he's like inhaling what the Holy Spirit has to say to him. He'd be teaching all of a sudden you hear, and then he'd go back into English. He's inhaling. He's receiving what the Holy Spirit has to say to him. Don't call me no more and say, we know you're writing them sermons. Ain't no way in the world I'm writing that stuff. That's the Holy Spirit, yo. That's the Holy Spirit. Enjoy the session, man. Enjoy the session. God bless you.
1: All right. God bless everybody. Shalom. We're going to see everybody tomorrow and we win. We win. We win. I
2: want to talk to you. I want to
1: talk to you. Just